go to any continent on this planet and you'll find monogamy being practiced, whether you're Asian, whether you're Indian, <laughs> like no Europeans anywhere. Right. Like monogamy is a, like that has been practiced for the longest of time. If what Nick is doing is so healthy, why does he have no more bandwidth? In other words, he's overwhelmed. You got five households you have to balance. Do you think that's a healthy proposition? Yup, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Peace and blessings, everyone. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to our latest and greatest episode. Shout out to everyone. We appreciate you guys. New, old, we just thank you for being here, hanging out with us for a little bit. And everyone is here. Gatry, how are you doing, man? Doing well. Why? Why are you doing so well? Uh, Things are level. Things are balanced. Level and balance. (laughs) Not for long. Till you came in here. <laughs> Black, how are you? Doing well. Good. Good deal. Good deal. How are you, Walker? Doing well. Good. Yeah. Glad you came back. I know we had some close calls last week, but I'm glad you're here. Divine intervention. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, solid topic last week, though, for real. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. Um, let's talk about you, man. You've had an interesting week. You got shouted out by your company. Black sent me some information about it. Do tell, man. Wait, Black sent you information? Oh, yeah. Black, what are you doing, man? Why, why can't he send me information? Because we know you're not going to do it. Well, I mean, technically, I have sent the information. Through LinkedIn? And? Facebook? And? Oh, I don't know. And Instagram. I, I mean, it's out there. I've sent it to a lot of people. Okay. But if I haven't been on it much, it's a possibility for me to miss it, right? Yeah, I guess that's fair. What do you want to know, Walker? Let's just get this over with, because you know I struggle with this. Struggle with what? With, with, your, with what you're about to do. What am I about to do? You're about to put the spotlight on me. Okay. And I'm not really crazy about it. Well, uh, well. well, okay, let me ask you this. So were you mad at your company for putting the spotlight on you? I wasn't mad per se. What were you then? Mm, shocked. <laughs> Are you shocked with me? Uh, no, because this is this is in your bag. So I mean, there's nothing shocking about this. So your company normally puts people on the spotlight. Yeah, but not me. Well, this is different. This is our parent company. Like this is like HQ. Yeah, headquarters, right? Yeah, like, I just, hey, just let me fly under the radar. Like, mm-hmm. doing my thing. Don't be taking my quotes and putting them out there. What are the quote? What are the quote? Speaking of quotes, oh. you, you said, <laughs> let, me get, let me get on my job. 
While there's still much work to be done in terms of increasing black home ownership numbers, I'm inspired by the progress made during my three years in real estate leadership. Having the opportunity to partner with several real estate organizations, in addition to serving alongside numerous realtors, I have noticed the consistent accommodation of the (laughs) conversation of black home ownership. Those are some of the quotes. I I can keep going, but uh, where did this come from? Where were, these, where were these statements we're, made? We're playing dumb. Hmm? We're playing dumb. Do you know why? I don't. Okay, so why why would I be playing dumb if I really don't know? <laughs> You're reading it. That's where that came from. <laughs> no, I was on the forum. Jeez. What what's what forum? I'm talking about. Wait, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out, time out. We we're not doing this. We're not doing this. So he gets to emotionally just vomit about the stuff that happens to him. But when I ask him about something that's happened to him, it's now it's just, I hate when you do this. It's now you're in the spotlight. Yeah. Are you I wanna, serious? I want to talk about emotional things. I don't want to talk about recognition. Who wants to, talk, who wants to hear about that? How, that doesn't make you feel away emotionally. Yeah, but that's not important. I want to dig into other emotional topics. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Walker. Let's get on with this. Are you emotionally selective? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Are you emotional about being asked to talk about other emotional topics that you wish not to select and choose from? Yes. Okay. But I'll do it for you guys. I'll be fair. Uh, we can we can stretch for here. For listeners, man. It's not I, just I'll, us. That's right. I'll do it for everyone listening. Come on, Walker. Do this. Take me there. Oh, now you're back. I'm back. So where these quotes came from? Uh, from I was a, on a forum. He was on a panel. Panel. Okay. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, we were just talking about the landscape of real estate. The landscape of real estate. So a video that um, I was in last year called Breaking Bread. Yeah, well, I'm familiar with those. Okay. <laughs> we were tackling race issues in real estate was referenced. Gotcha. I didn't think the conversation was going to go in the direction it did, but when I had the opportunity, I leaned in. Mm-hmm. And that and a lot more other things were said. And I guess they felt moved by that, which led them to make the social media thing or whatever. So when you saw it, how did you feel? Talking uh, about emotions. It was shocking, to be honest, dude. Like, I was like, oh, y'all, oh, this is what y'all doing. Okay. And then I was like, ah. Uh, this is this is really need to be blasted out to their whatever. Then I was like, you know what? Take a minute. This is a good thing. Nothing nothing that's quoted in here is untrue. And you said it from your heart and you meant it, so it's okay. You were it's, on you were on the virtual panel with Lord knows how many people that heard it any either, and then only God knows how many people watched it after the fact. So I mean, similar impact. And some of the things he said was by leveraging social media with video projects such as Breaking Bread, a conversation on race and real estate, these discussions serve as a catalyst for action. I'm honored to serve in a, this is so you, I'm honored to serve in such a leadership capacity. This is such, I know you said this, for a brokerage that is taking steps to educate its realtors and consumers on the challenges that black people face when striving from home ownership. So wordy, but it's you, it's you. So congratulations, man. Thank you. Being, being recognized. Yeah. Yeah. Hit it one more time. 
Yeah. Okay. One more about. time for the people in the back. No. They're where? They're in the back. They're They've clapped back. enough. Come on. All right, Walker, you win. All these times <laughs> I point out stuff going on in your life, I can't celebrate something that's positive you did, for once. You did twice. I want to turn up because you, you got to recognize. Why I can't you, celebrate my friends. Why do you need me to turn up? I want to turn up. I just need press the button. I just need you to press the button so I can turn up. You remember, you took the board from me, remember? It's here, Walker. You know where to find it. I know where to find it, but I can't have it. Yeah, you can. All you got to do is start with the question. And watch you squirm. <laughs> well, just because I squirm doesn't mean I'm not going to share it. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. Thank you, Walker. Congratulations. Can we get to more meaningful things? No, we just did. We're leaving a meaningful thing. Okay. More uh, applause and congratulations are in order because... You did something else? No, this is not me. Oh. My... I can't even call her that anymore. My youngest sister got married this past Tuesday. Congratulations. Congratulations to the majors. Yes, Black, she did. Everything was low-key. That's how my sister rolls. Did she get married on 2, 22, You 22? know she did, Walker. All the kids did. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids got married on 2, 22, 22. Yeah, but it was good. Um, nice, small, uh, very intimate, short ceremony. At the courthouse? No, no, no. This is at the church, man. At the chap. Yeah. Oh. And um, it was nicely done to it. Was it an evening? It... <laughs> Sort of deal like what? What time of day That's was it? It was afternoon. It was supposed to start at one, but it start to like four o'clock. Listen, we'll wrap this whole show up <laughs> in thirty minutes just so we can get to this, okay? <laughs> so we can really talk about this. Shall we move on? Right. Anyway. <laughs> no, but it was great. I'm happy for my sister. Happy for my new brother-in-law. Yeah. Okay. I gotta say that. I gotta keep saying that. It's cool. Well, I'm convinced. What about you, Black? <laughs> Don't answer that. All right. So wait, wait, wait. One more thing. One more thing. One oh. more thing. Because this is this is what I turned up about Walker. Uh, we're recording this on a Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow we start our postseason tournament for basketball. I'd be lying if I told you I wasn't nervous. Okay. Um, why, why are you nervous? Because y'all not getting participation trophies this time. <laughs> <laughs> We've never gotten participation trophies, only medals. Uh, There's a difference. (laughs) It's a big difference. Okay. (laughs) But no, dude, even in a double elimination format, I'm still nervous. But anyway. What was was y'all's regular season? Uh, It's not important. We were in the. Why you're nervous? We're in the. (laughs) 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 We're the number two seed in the tournament. (laughs) Out of? No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, we have six teams. <laughs> There's six teams in the tournament. We're the number two seed. We That's finished the regular season at four and three. That's not bad. Uh, the number one team's undefeated. So, but the teams behind y'all have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So nothing to beat up, beat yourself up about. Yeah, I guess so. 
But yeah, dude, tournament, man, like March Madness in February. But uh, anyway, so yeah, that's it with me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Four and three. What? What? What are you laughing about? You bracing yourself. Because I know the jokes that are coming. It got you on the hot seat. I mean, what? Do you, what what's, what's next? I'm just going to say your, your team's kind of average at best, right, Black? <laughs> We're above <laughs> average. <laughs> You're above a seven. Yeah. Yeah, you're above, you're above a seven. We're above you're average. seven-ish. <laughs> anyway, back to you, Walker. So, you're worried about the teams behind you? You beat those teams, right? I know, but the, the team we play tomorrow, we number split. Number one seed? No, 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 no. We're the number two seed, so you're not going to have the top two seeds playing the first round. I don't know what y'all doing over there. Yeah, you do. You know how a tournament is structured. Sure. Get all, don't get all jumpy at me. I'm oh, I'm me. turning up now. Now it's my turn. <laughs> okay. Spotlight's still on you and your team, but you, you're The spotlight's up. on my team. This is nothing to do with me. You're this, coaching them. This is on the squad. You're coaching them. I'm not playing. We know. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> not if y'all four and three. The team, got... <laughs> the team we're playing against, <laughs> we split in the regular season. Okay. So... We we beat them twenty two to one the first time. Twenty two to one. Yeah, they got a sympathy point from the refs. The second game we lost. They really did. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, they someone called a foul. Right. Okay. Right. With like four seconds left, just so they can get a point on the scoreboard. Um, the second game we lost and. Did y'all lose it them? <sighs> you want the real reason? We can talk about that afterwards too. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, well, Cause you know luck. I can get really yeah yeah. Good luck. Let's podcast. <laughs> good luck. Thank you. On that and like, oh 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 sorry it's sorry all, it's all gonna get. Can you come to our game? That is just a question from one of our listeners. I don't I don't know. You but go ahead. You did not ask that. Question. Go, it's it's gonna be your backyard though. Is the we'll talk. Okay. Um. So the the tournament ends this weekend as well. Like it's not an it's not it, an, it ends on Monday. Okay. So if we make it to the championship, we'll play Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. How many? So just one game tomorrow. Right. So you play one game Monday. Well, well, okay. No, double elimination. If we lose, we got two games tomorrow. Okay. So the goal is to play just one game. That is the goal. Jeez, Why is it ending on a Monday? That doesn't make I don't know. It makes no sense. Because then, like, logistically, you got to get kids all the way across town by 6 o'clock. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's like awful. y'all sure about this? Because I had to like triple check, triple check the dates. But I yeah, I see you like having it for the the championship game like the next week. Sun- oh, the, yeah, or even the, Sunday, or even Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get that. I don't make the rules, Walker. I just compete as hard as I can. There you go, or coach as hard as you can. That too. Yeah. Shall we get to the main topic? Let's do it, man. We've talked about all other stuff. So I sent you guys some information. Through our group chat about one Nick Cannon. As you know, uh, Nick Cannon has been kind of in the news a lot lately. Um, we actually mentioned him on the prayer list last month when he lost his newborn. Um, it was a brain tumor. Brain tumor. Um, we sent love and prayers and thoughts to him because of that. And not long after that, he announced that he was expecting his eighth child uh, by a fifth woman. And I sent you guys some things, uh, uh, basically a link, because he was recently on 
uh, a recent episode of the Language of Love podcast with Dr. Laura Berman, who he mentions is his therapist. And so they were kind of having, I guess, on the podcast, kind of talking, but almost impromptu therapy where he was being kind of transparent and open about some of his thoughts um, pertaining to his personal life. And he was stated, he stated that he's no longer looking to having to have any more kids after the eighth child. And he mentioned that he no longer has the bandwidth for it anymore. Uh, He says specifically, because I feel like I owe the women that are currently in my life. I owe them as much energy, time and effort as I possibly can, especially my kids. Right. Right. Now, during that same episode, he went on to make a statement. And I think you heard the long version, Black. You may have heard this part. And I actually sent this in the in the group chat as well. He made a statement on the podcast when the subject came up about monogamy. He says, I don't think monogamy is healthy. I feel that it gets into the space of selfishness and ownership. Now, a few months ago prior Nick Cannon made a trip to the breakfast club and he was asked about all of the different, you know, having kids, you know, by different women and whatnot. And so his question or his response kind of answered the question with a question and was like, well, why not? Why not do it? And he made a comment about monogamy and I, I never put two and two together. He's been very vocal against monogamy. And so back then he said that's a Eurocentric concept when you think about the ideas of you're supposed to have this one person for the rest of your life. And that's and really that's just to classify property when you think about it, referring to monogamy uh, and how that how he states or frames how it originated back in the day. Okay, so. Obviously, we know his stance about monogamy, saying that it's unhealthy and it's a Eurocentric concept, the whole nine. When I sent that to you, you saw the video, you you saw his statements. What were your thoughts? Uh, Candace got a point. I don't I don't know if no, I do know. I obviously have a different approach, but I can see where he's coming from. Um. Especially, especially like the ownership thing. And this made me think about a con- the conversation on the podcast we had talking about like, um, is, was it marriage like a, a business deal or is it, you know, spiritual or whatever, whatever we talked about. And it was about love. We would say love. It wasn't about marriage. You said it was about love. I said it was a business. And right. Right. But I, I, th- I think the topic was, is marriage, uh, Religious or is it a? Oh yeah, that time you remember that That's one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this made me think of that, and you know, I just, I just, I tried to put on Nick's shoes for a minute, and as far the furthest I could get was, well, this guy obviously has different ideas of how, and I'm, I'm assuming we mean monogamy in a marital relationship because I mean that's the ultimate form of monogamy, right? I, w- I would yes okay I would give you that so that that's that's kind of where I am and so my thought was his approach has got to be different but you know I, I I took a lot of pointed time to think about it and and I just thought about our marriage and I'm thinking well 
Yeah, I could see where Nick could think that way in terms of like ownership. Yeah, I could see where Nick Nick could think like that. You know, like you're you she is my wife, and because she is my wife, she has to do these certain things. I am her husband. Because I am her husband, I have to do these certain things. The ultimate of which is being monogamous to you. That seems like an ownership type of stru- uh, structure. Looking f- from the outside, looking in. Um, I'm going to pause there. Is there anything wrong with with what with ownership in that sense? Anything wrong with it? Because you say it. you see, you see, you can see his see his point. Yeah. What? Even though, again, I, I don't agree, but I but I see his point. Why don't you agree with it? Oh, just because because my approach to marriage is different. I have made the choice. My wife and I have made the choice to to respect a certain doctrine and structure our marriage around that. So when you do that, the thoughts of ownership and th- if something else Nick said, I just escapes me. But the thoughts of ownership and other factors, they don't they don't penetrate that because we bought into this and this is what we believe and this is what we're striving for. Okay. Did he say selfishness? He uh, said selfishness. selfishness. Yeah. He said, okay, I'll, re- I'll repeat it again. Okay, for sorry. You. Okay. For the people in the back. You can come up to the front. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I don't think monogamy is healthy. I feel that it gets into the space of selfishness and ownership. So I guess my thing is he he's labeling monogamy as unhealthy, but you can see the point. Yeah. Yeah. From, yeah. Think about it. Think about it. I go to my wife. You're my wife. So you're my wife. Self, you're mine. You're my wife. Selfish. Again, I don't agree. I'm just trying to see it from his his oh. viewpoint. Then you flipped on the other side. You look at my wife, Ronnie. You're my husband. Mine. Selfish. Me. Give me mine. Walker. Give me my microphone. It's mine. That's selfish, right? No. Now, is it not? I don't think so. Don't think so. I mean, you're no one else's. <laughs> well, and that that's that. But that's when you start. That's when you start really assessing the doctrine, right? I'm keeping it high level from Nick's van, or trying to at least. It's it's a struggle, but that this that was my that was my approach as I was really marinating on this. Okay. Um. So in other words, you were just trying to understand his logic and where he was coming from. Yeah. Even though in at the end of the day, you don't necessarily yeah. jive with that. Oh you man! Once you it. once you penetrate the surface. Again, in the way our marriage is structured, <laughs> you you have to be selfless in order for it to function. Well, sure. And clearly, this is someone who's been married. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's not like he's speaking from someone who's, you know, never been married. Right. Okay. But, you know, it's just, it's like, it's like people say all the time, marriage isn't for everybody. Sure. It obviously isn't for him. Sure. Which is fine. Do what you need to do. Okay. But do well. I, I'm about. I'm about to cross over. So do we need to, over to what? Well, you, you think about you think about the situation with all his baby moms and stuff like that, dude. If that's the alternative, I don't need it. I'm good. I'm good with what I got. <laughs> all that. Okay. I, I do want to get back. To I told you I was about to cross. I, I do want to get back. Now that you said that, 
Actually, okay. <laughs> Ain't no point in me going to black just yet. He said last it, time, me. last time, last time we talked about Nick. Correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't have a problem with Nick spreading his seed. Yeah. Am I misquoting? Am no, I wrong? No, you're, you're on. Keep cooking. Okay. All right. You didn't have a problem with it. Now, we obviously we know marriage. Nick is saying marriage isn't my thing. That's fine. Right? Clearly, this is his alternative. And you understand now, I think you have a better understanding of where that alternative stems from in terms of values and beliefs. Correct? Correct. Do you still agree with Nick's approach? No. Huh. And now it, that you know. Right. To, to give myself credit, I feel like in the in the clip that you just referenced, mm-hmm. we got to lift the hood up on that. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, okay. Once I saw the engine, I put the hood back down. <laughs> okay. What made you agree? Okay. Looking at it with the hood with the hood down. Okay. What was it again? Oh, dude, it was a red Ferrari. Okay. So, I mean, it looks good. So having children, being a father, that was the part that was like, oh, 100% Nick, go, go for it. No, no, no. I thought you, I thought you said, I thought my comments were, I had no problem with him spreading out his seeds. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Before you lift the hood, looking at it, dude, you were like, hey, dude, dude what, you're not, what were your reasons? Were okay, dude, you're not married. Dude, you, you have no obligation to any woman. You haven't taken any one, or not, you don't take her down the aisle, but you have not gone before God with any of these women. Sure. Right? You have the emotional and physical capacity to take on all these, and financial, to take on all these added dependents, whatever. Does he? He's in therapy now. <laughs> what? I mean, emotionally, he's... That's true. That's a good point. He is going to therapy, <laughs> okay. which... Yeah, okay, okay. When you say capacity, I I, I start to... Eh, well, but, okay. but, see, but see, therapy is one of the key factors that you see when the hood is up, though. Sure. So let's keep that Ferrari hood down now, okay? Well, it's, it's a Ferrari with a, what, a, a Cavalier engine in there? Bro, yeah, yeah. It's going to say Cobalt. Right, <laughs> right. Just just based on my personal taste of engines, it's not... Sure. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it looks good from the from the outside. Like, okay, Nick, you're out here doing your thing. That's cool. Everybody's cool with it. It's consensual. Do your thing, bro. It looks good. Salute. Gotcha. But <laughs> to, back to Black's point, now I gotta open up the hood because something's wrong with the car, <laughs> which is why you're probably going to therapy. <laughs> so I gotta look up under the hood. He showed us that. Oh, we don't know why. But the check engine light is on. Is wait, 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 wait. It's a relationship therapist, right? Yeah, I mean, got a divorce. Yeah, but isn't isn't this didn't this therapist title herself as a relationship therapist? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he got a divorce. I mean, it could be multiple reasons why he's going. To- sure. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm I'm saying we don't know the catalyst for why he's seeing her. Is what I'm saying. That's fair. Okay. And I was, also, I was I about she's to- his second therapist. I don't. I don't know. We good. We good. We good. We good. good. We're good. We're good. We're, you see? Can you? Can you detect yes, where I'm going? We're good. We're good. We're good for you. We'll. We'll. We'll, we'll revisit. Collect. Collect. <laughs> Black. <laughs> uh, how, how, you saw the. You went and visit because you didn't get the one I sent you. 
you went and researched and you saw a longer clip. So you heard more, right? So what 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 do you take from the idea again, three three black men talking about monogamy? How do you what are your thoughts about Nick's comments towards his therapist about and as well as the the, the statements I've I've read out? What are your thoughts about that? I believe he's selfish. He's doing this to please himself is how I see it. Because I don't see how if you gave if you truly gave his baby mothers the freedom that he says he wants, I don't know if he'd be good with that. Say like in between his babies, his baby mamas had baby by other guys. I don't think he'd be cool with that. And also I would think if he were to have like maybe Did he allude to that in the conversation with her at any point? Oh you just you just he said that like he mentioned that he would be okay if there was a void with either his baby mamas. If they if they had to go outside and fill that void, he was okay with that. Whatever that void, it could be emotional, it could be sexual. He said, if there's a void that they have because there's a lack of something he's giving them, he's okay with them doing it. That's what he says. I don't know if that's what he truly believes because, like, if you have these relationship, if you have a relationship with someone – you're going to have some feelings sure. if they step out with someone else, regardless of what, like what he's saying out in public, I'm sure. Cause he, he, he said that like the women in his life, he has intimate relationships with. And she tried to, she tried to nail him down on asking him, does he still have those relationships with all of his baby mothers? He would never give a straight answer, but he didn't say no. Well, we know he's not having it with Mariah. <laughs> oh, he's he said she's Play in a council by herself. Play she fair. don't she only she only she's not even on the level. That means no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know how to read between that means no. And I yeah, that means no. And I also wonder, like, if he had maybe a vasectomy, maybe like three or four kids ago, would he have these same women wanting to be in a relationship with him? That's a good point. Because right now, Relationship with uh, Nick Cannon. Okay, he's he said he had a process where he started off with a woman, and they're intimate. They're using birth control, condoms, pill, whatever. He said maybe like three to six months, they get like comfortable with each other. They make the decision not to have birth control. Mm. So. I yeah, wonder. He alluded to the fact that all of all of his children were planned. Yes, like right. he, it I was a conscious decision. Part. Like he said, like if I make the conscious decision to like bypass birth control, I'm willing to accept the fact that I may have a child. He said that. Sure. So you, so you think that he's selfish? I believe he. I believe he's selfish. Even I don't though think he it says would, monogamy. Even though his quiz, his statement is monogamy, monogamy gets into a space of selfishness. You think that's him projecting his own selfishness? Well, one thing it was. Uh, let me see. One thing that his therapist says was uh, Nick says that all of his relationships, he expects that the woman would eventually get tired of his bad stuff and leave him, which Doctor Berman encourages him to explore. Could it be that his fear of being left or discarded is contributing to his fear of monogamy and true lasting commitment? Mm. 
So his monogamy could be a reaction to never wanting to be truly alone. If I'm if I have five baby mothers and eight kids, I will never be alone. But if I was in one relationship and that relationship dissolved after a period of time, it'd be back to being alone. But in this circumstance he's created for himself, I don't think he's ever gonna be alone. Well, obviously. No. <laughs> no. What do you think about that when you hear selfish? Uh-huh. I think I I agree. I well he's got a point for sure. Yeah, because it, it it's a different viewpoint than I had, but there's fact in it. I mean, this is all about what make what makes Nick happy. Right? Sure, it serves him. Right, right. And just <laughs> You know the part where he was talking about he'd be on a date at Nobu or something like that, and then sparks get to flying, and, and then next thing you know, he's doing his thing or whatever. He say he didn't drink sake or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink, but he was talking about sake. Mm-hmm. Sure, Nick. Um, for, you, for you to be cool with doing that, knowing you got other stuff out here, I just to to me, I just don't know how you have the mental and emotional capacity, especially as many times as he's done it. Sure, he says that the 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 women aren't down for a polygamous relationship. No, he said that like they are not down with polyamorous. But it's what he it's, it's what I think he it's has. Polyamorous. It's what he has. Is this? But is this an unaf- Is this a pseudo? polyamorous relationship this this sounds like me and some of the arguments i've made about other things he doesn't like the term but he's living it out i guess for it to be polyamorous they all have to be under one roof or it's like there's agreement on his side it's their agreement on the female side yeah because usually the the women are all it's not but it is what it is like he's had he has multiple relationships with multiple women it's, it's almost like this. Are y'all dating? I mean, we talking. We, we friends. But you got all the benefits that come with talking, right? <laughs> you get mad if they date somebody else, but y'all, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you're, you're doing everything but calling it what it is. Yeah, he tried, like, she tried to call them relationships. And he didn't want to use the word relationship. He's like, what is a relationship? How do you define a relationship? And the therapist defined it for him, and he was like, I guess their relationships but he he tried to avoid the fact that he was in relationships with all of his baby mothers because she was like if if you have intimacy you have sex it's pretty much a relationship so that's why you feel like if one of them was to let's say one of them moved on and met someone and was on their way to starting their own family he would feel away he said on this podcast that uh, if one of his baby mothers, like, no, you know, he got his, he got him set up. He got them a house. The kids are taken care of. If a, a guy was to come into the scene and she wants to create a life with that guy, he was like, well, I hope this guy and her are financially stable because once they do that, they are taking care of the house. Okay. He said that. In the podcast, so they, so he, as long as you're not with another guy pursuing a relationship or getting married, I'll take care of you. But once you get in that relationship with that guy, then y'all need to have make sure that y'all. Ma- that makes sense. But what does that mean for the kids? 
he still has to take care of the kids regardless. Do you see my point though? Is how much attention will those kids get versus the others where their mother still has, you still have access to their mothers? I guess because you have to think about it. There's another adult in the decision room now. Sure. It's not just him and the baby mother. It's him, the baby mother and the stepdad now. I know. That's what I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, it should be about those kids as well. So if you don't have access to her, like you used to, what does that say about your access to those kids? Not saying that you're going to abandon them. I'm not going to that extreme, but I'm just saying how much less attention will they get knowing that you just can't come and go as you please. Mm-hmm. And okay. spend a night on mommy's house. I'll say this. I, I, I agree. I agree with you that, that really he's being selfish. And I felt, I, I mean, I, I didn't agree with Nick when he started doing this. I, I always felt like Nick was being incredibly reckless <laughs> and irresponsible. Um, and I think it's irresponsible for him, knowing his celebrity, knowing his popularity to make statements like this. Now, Nick is a multimillionaire. It's fine. If, if ever there was anyone who could pull off polyamorous relationship or ordeal it would be Nick because he has the financial means to do so I looked up reason why I say it's it's irresponsible I looked up what the average salary is in the US okay according to the May 2020 National Occupational Employment and Wages Estimates By the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the average salary in the United States is $56,000 with a median wage of $20.17 an hour. Okay. Now, there are a lot of people in this country who can't pull off this type of arrangement. So to suggest, make statements like monogamy is a Eurocentric practice is irresponsible because... For people who think that's cool, you can't pull that off. It's tough. It's tough with your salary to take in one wife or one girlfriend. Or take care of yourself. Yourself. Let's just let's just leave. <laughs> let's just leave anyone else. Let's leave it out of the question. Just right. you. He can take. He can manage five households. Four. I mean, Mariah does pretty fine. <laughs> Four. Right. Yeah. So. He's in a situation where he can do that. But if you know good and well how we, our society and culture worship celebrity. So whether right or wrong, there are people who are going to be influenced by things you say because of who you are. And so I think combined with what you've done and, and having eight, I mean, think about how tough it is to have eight kids under one roof. You got them spread out across five. And then you say monogamy is is this. And I'm like, bruh, bruh, relax. You know what I mean? Even if you feel that way, you're entitled to feel however you want to feel. I just think that's irresponsible on his part from that vantage point because most people can't execute what you're doing. And when you talk about it being a Eurocentric, like, 
go to any continent on this planet and you'll find monogamy being practiced, whether you're Asian, whether you're Indian, <laughs> like no Europeans anywhere. Right. Like monogamy is a, like that has been practiced for the longest of time. So I, I just think, I, I think like there's so much data that suggests that monogamy is the ideal way to bring up children and to have a family. It's the, it's the more, it's the most optimal solution. Now have people practice polygamy throughout, throughout time? Yes, we know that obviously. And even people who mentioned it in the Bible, I won't get into that, but still like we know polygamy is, 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 is a thing obviously, but is that the optimal solution for the everyday person living in our society? No, right. it's just not. And right. you think about, there's an article, if guys, if you're listening, if you just care, if you just want to browse and look at it, there's a, there's a study or there's a, a, I guess it's a study, but it's an article published by the University of British Columbia. It's about 10 years old now, but it's about how monogamy reduces major social problems of polygamist cultures. So it's already talks about some of the issues that stem from polygamy. So obviously there are blind spots that come with polygamy, right? Interesting read. I read up on it, but I, I personally feel like there's constant studies and I've talked about them, one of them here about how an optimal approach for, for your children is that they will be brought up in a two parent home. Right. Right. And the benefits that stem from that for those kids. Right. I think, I think for, for someone in Nick's situation, and I talked about this cause it's so interesting. Now Bible says, you'll know a tree buys fruit, right? You can tell me it's an orange tree all day long, but if we get down the road and I start seeing apples, we got to reevaluate. Okay. I'm seeing apples. This is not an orange tree. So if, what Nick is doing is so healthy. Why does, why, why is he, why does he have no more bandwidth? Right. In other words, he's stretched thin. In other words, he's overwhelmed is what he's saying. Uh, yeah. What took you so long to get to this point, Nick? Like anyone could have told you that this is overwhelming, right? Just your career in and of itself can be overwhelming. Right. You didn't get to be this successful by just twilling your thumbs. Right. The dude works hard. He works. But you got five households you have to balance. And you, you know, Gatry, of, of anyone in here, how demanding children can be. Multiply that times four. Ouch. You know what I mean? With five <laughs> different women, five different personalities. That, that part. <laughs> five different personalities. Right? Right. Think about the jealousy between those households. How that feeds into the children. Do you think that's a healthy proposition? I mean, I, I don't, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I just so when we when he brought it up, I was just like when he started doing this, I was like, bruh, where does this end? And he mentioned, I didn't write it down, but he he was he was uh, he mentioned recently that he he regret not being able to spend time 
with his child before his child passed as much time as he had wanted to. So he's already alluding to the fact that he's not able to give attention to one thing or a child because of all the different responsibilities pulling on him at once. That's a problem for your children. Yeah, he says he carries a guilt backpack because Ooh. of the time time he can't spend with his kids. You'll know a tree by its fruit, right? So if if you if you're in therapy, you got all this guilt. You're being stretched thin. But monogamy is unhealthy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Selfish. <laughs> so I, I, I just, I, I, my the biggest thing is that I feel like this is just credibly, this is just irresponsible. Yeah. This part. Dude, that backpack of guilt. That hit me hard, dude. But you carry some yourself or? Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's natural, you know, just. Talk about as a parent? Yeah, as a okay. parent and, and as a husband. Like, I mean, because you come into it with your own set of expectations and goals for what, you know, you want to put in. And then life happens. Life happens, yeah. And and I'm not going to say more times than not, but there are times you fall short of that. Yeah, it's going to be some guilt packaged in with that. But, like, back to your point, I think, I feel like for me in the situation I'm in, I've got a dedicated partner there to number one i could take some of that guilt too you know what i'm saying because like we are, we are a team we're a committed team whereas i just have this vision of him it's only him carrying around this backpack of guilt yeah i mean because you know there's no real commitment like 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 you, like you said like, like you said last week where do you, when, when does he get to take that off and put it somewhere when does he get to recharge when is it you know what i'm saying sure when you're in a situation like he's in and see in 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 <laughs> to black's point about the selfishness okay i i get to you know i get to go to go to this house and have some fun and drink some sake and leave when i get ready like there's no there's no accountability right like you, you, you are basically your free spirit is what you're telling us. And, and to my point, just to add to that in a very selfish flesh way, I think if we all had to admit, we take our soul and our spirit out of it. That looks sexy. It looks like a red Ferrari. No, don't. I, if we, if no. Walker, if we take our morals and stuff out of it, if we're being, if we're being a core Come on, Walker. I mean, Walker, you if you, you know, take your morals out, yeah, I'm not even looking at it from a moral standpoint. But Walker, Walker, no, you're not going to do this tonight, Walker. You didn't date. Yeah, but I didn't have like five women at the same I'm time. I'm not saying you had five. Did you date with your eyes open, or did you date with your eyes closed? I do everything with my eyes open except sleep. Okay, <laughs> you sleep with one eye open. I know you do. Um, have you met my wife? <laughs> amazing <laughs> no but i'm saying like when you're dating you weren't just and i think you've said this before you weren't just all in on her you you still had your options open no not when i met my wife no <sighs> talking about dating in general yeah when you're playing the field okay right so sure. there's no lure with that okay sure it, 
for us now where we are, Walker, yeah, that concept seems immature. I'm thinking you're talking about what he's doing. You're just saying dating in general. Isn't that what he's doing? To a degree? What what are you what are you doing if you're not if you're not putting a ring on it? You're dating and impregnating. I think you're conflating two things. I think you're, I, I think you're conflating. With dating, again, you don't support again, them. Again, yeah, you don't support them, and you're not building up families with these people. You're That's dating. True. That's true. Just go conceptual with me, though. That's why I can't go there with you with that example. So now, if you're just talking dating, if you're trying to get me to look at how fun it is to date in and of itself, right? Yeah. No real strings attached. Yeah, that is great. Awesome. And, it, and it would also but be great if I had his kind of money, but most men don't like. If you but could it, but afford if you, to do that, but if you did, is that red Ferrari? If I had his kind of money, yeah, that would be red Ferrari. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Like conceptually, it's appealing. Now we got to bring other factors in, like maturity, like reality, <laughs> reality. Well, reality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But but but, but he, the essence, not the essence, and, but and, the and again, the, the money part. If he didn't have the money. Would these women still be willing to in, allow him to no. impregnate? Well, him like I don't know. That? I don't know. I don't know. Those type of have you seen those women? No. Okay. Bad. Okay. A-list. Have you seen them? No. Yeah, you can find. You can. Yeah, you can, you can find. Just Google search. You can find a, baby, baby a, a potential baby mama. You right. can find a potential. But those like like Mariah Carey be the average of them. Man, get out of here. Okay. I definitely did not do my research. Okay, just just in your spare time. Okay, just just look it up. Okay, but with monogamy, to me, I've learned to be disciplined. We talked about the benefits. We've learned to communicate. We've become better men as opposed to being committed to this one woman. When I know I there's no other options, I can't just leave when things get tight. I can't just leave when she get on my nerves. Right. I can't just leave when. Okay, now I got to sit here and, okay, I got to figure this out. I got to grow up. Oh, I can't just go to baby mama number four. Right? Right. You know, just from over your years of being married, that has built character within you. Oh, 100%. So how in the world could that be unhealthy? How on God's green earth is that unhealthy? So... I I I don't I don't I I got nothing I got nothing uh, for that. I no sympathy. I don't either. No, I just, I, I just, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't really have any sympathy so for it's, him. It's backpack of guilt. You're just like, well, I guess you. He dug that. He packed the backpack. <laughs> he made that bed. <laughs> he true. Lay in it with your five four four baby mamas. Right. Lay he, in it. He laid a he he made multiple beds, cribs, bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, you're not wrong. I just, I just want brothers to be to understand, and and again, beyond just anything morally. Life is about choices, man. And so you make certain choices, and he's made some life decisions. Like he's locked into these women for a long time. Like Nick has to continue to be successful. Yeah, for you got, a long you've got a common denominator. He can't fall off. Right. That's the thing that now that's the scary part of it. Nick can't afford to fall off in five years. Right. That's a, yeah. You're right. He got young children. And what do they call it? Um, 
standard of living. Yeah, all of them. I mean, all but of them, if he's, if all he's them in bro- LA, right? Most of them in LA. Oh, I don't know where they are. If he's broke, then there's nothing they can really do. You take him to court, but what's he gonna do? The dude broke. Yeah, if he's broke, if 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 I mean again, I'm not I'm not wishing this. I'm no, not saying that no, at all. But what no. I'm saying is, if you really, if you really want to talk about bandwidth, what if the check starts slowing down? Is you don't know. You don't still. You you don't you don't right. right. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying, man. That's all, this 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 choice to do this may not age all that well. And even if you are able to to afford it, think how much further down the road you could have been with just two or three kids. And you don't know what the impact is going to be on the kids long term. That's my, and that's well, another part. That, I think, that, that I was think my that's point. A, I think that's a whole t- other conversation. That was my point when we talked about the last time. Right, right. I agree with that. I just think that's a whole other conversation. But I'm, I'm curious, though, before we get out of here. What responsibility do the women have in this situation? They ha- they're just as irresponsible. Okay. I know we're I know we're black male perspective, but just a curiosity. No, thing. no, 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 no. It's it's not that. I feel that that's the sad part about it is that you have women who the fifth baby mom. I th- that's the one I have questions for. Seven children. Four baby mamas and you said, sign me up. <laughs> no, he's definitely irresponsible. But yes, they, those women, yes. They're outside culpable. of Mariah here, outside of Mariah, we're not in the clue. But I'm just saying, you you saw him go on a on a spree, just populating the earth, and you said, hmm. So it's just, yes, they they are they're the fifth one especially the fifth one and fourth one, irresponsible, they're and all, reckless. They're all culpable. Yeah, he can't do it by himself unless he just you know, he just go to a sperm bank and say, hey, you know what I mean? He's doing it the old fashioned way, right? <laughs> yeah. So no, they're just as culpable in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, you would wonder wonder what would what's their motivation for the relationship to begin with. Is it just for money? And then also being in a relationship with the women, I doubt if they uh they feel the same way about monogamy monogamy as he does. Like if they sure if he were to choose one of them, that that one that woman wants to be in a monogamous relationship. She She's just be, going she along, go along for the with, ride. Absolutely. If I'm if I'm gonna have a baby, cool. I'll be taken care of. I'll be good. I just can't date any other men. So they sort of like trap themselves, but they trap themselves with a steady income. It's a job. Really is what it is. You you basically had a security plan. Sure, I can have a baby with him or two. He mentioned getting a vasectomy maybe when he turns 45. <laughs> but he's he'll be 42 this year. So he got some time to crank out some more. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just he he should have gotten one a lot sooner. That would have let him know who was with him for what reason. 
Well, if I he mean, can have any kids. He, he doesn't seem to care about that. He don't because, I mean, again, it's an exchange. Right. It's an exchange. He gets sex. He gets their time and attention. Okay, you get a baby out of it. Yeah, well, I love that. I'd love to have some some little more me's walking around. I'll pay for it. I got it. Absolutely. On to the next. I see. Tuesday? Thursday? <laughs> you? Okay, I'll come through. You need what? I'll come through. Leave, the bed, leave my side of the bed warm. Mm-hmm. What? So yeah, he, I mean, everyone's getting something out of the deal. It's just, it's, it's just unfortunate for the children because yeah. I'm pretty sure they're wondering where's dad. That's that's the long term, or one long term effect of this whole and thing. And what's the, what's going to be their vision, or how what's going to be the model for how they relate to the opposite sex? What's the model? Right. I see. A, I see. Dad, a man come in ever, whenever. Comes, leaves, pats my, pats me on the head. You know I'm your daddy, right? Okay. I see you next time. You been good in school? <laughs> All right. Just a couple bucks. Get you. Oh, you want a new video game? Okay, I got you. See you in two weeks. Daddy loves you. Bye. You got potentially you got, you got potentially eight kids who gonna grow up needing Dr. Berman. It's good for her. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> who we praying for, man? Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Um man, we gotta start with the Ukraine Ukraine situation. We got to. What you know about it? Um, I know that it's very unfortunate. Okay, and that's I, real descriptive. I know Russia has started to invade, and um, I, I've seen some stuff on social media that's very disturbing. It's been talked up for a minute, even right. before even before the attacks occurred. Right. People were talking about the conflict between Ukraine and Russia. Like, uh, you're you're our info guy. Um, what what has been kind of the brewing conflict from a high level? Because this is the prayer. We yeah. we don't have to dive deep into it. Right. Yeah, I believe what it started when the Soviet Union broke apart. Mm-hmm. Right. And before it was uh, the Soviet Union, Ukraine was part of it. But when they broke apart, Ukraine separated, and I think around what 1991 they got they became their own democracy. But they also were like, I guess, moving towards maybe and they're a, part of NATO. I don't know if they're an official part of NATO. Okay, I think they were moving towards it, and I think it may have been like some sort of promise that like they would never join NATO. But it seems like, as far as Russia is concerned, they're aligning Ukraine is aligning itself with NATO and the Western military, which they feel is a threat to them. And plus, on top of that, Putin feels like he wants there to be Ukraine to be a part of Russia again. He feels like they're one people. Mm. So his goal is to bring Ukraine back into Russia, is my understanding. Which is why we had, and, and the reason for the attack? He was feeling threatened that, like, they were going to militarize with NATO, and they would be, like, right on his border. That's what he's saying. Gotcha. So instead of fixing the border issue or going or allowing Ukraine to be its own democracy, take over. Yes. Okay. In the midst of that, you have 
a lot of people, innocent people. Yes, dude. That's the part um, that gets to me. So our thoughts and prayers are with those people, the just the people of Ukraine, period. Um, yeah. Caught in something that has nothing to do with them. Yeah. So our thoughts and prayers. Um, I'll go. Uh, family of Miss Alabama, uh, 2021. Um, Zoe Sozo Bethel. Uh, who reportedly fell from the third floor of a Miami building, um, believed to be death by suicide. Uh, tragedy, man. Tragic, tragic. Our thoughts and prayers are with her family. Um, yeah, just an unfortunate situation. Gorgeous girl, man. Yes. Who else you got? Family of Trayvon Martin, man. The 10 year anniversary of his death was this early this week. Didn't mm-hmm. realize that. Gotcha. But, um, yeah. Um, I have, and this is kind of local, family of Colleen Rashad Connell, 27-year-old of Estavia Hills, has been shot was shot and killed by Birmingham PD this week, as you're listening to it last week. Um, they're still trying to find out, apparently there was some conflict between him and police, and we're not sure, you know, the family is searching for answers as to why he was Shot and killed. Goodness. I have not heard of this. Put that on your radar. I don't know what what the issue is, but that is a story I saw. Um, I thought some prayers are with the family of him. And uh, family of Auburn NFL great Lionel James passed away um, at age 59 due to a lengthy illness. Got anybody else? Nope. Who do you have on your praise report? Ooh. I know y'all heard the good news. I know Black did. Ketanji Brown-Jackson, nominated for Supreme Court Justice. Black female. No more to be said. I have a pair of wide receivers from the Rams. Ah. In addition to winning the Super Bowl, OBJ, and I believe it's his girlfriend, um, Lauren Wood recently welcomed baby boy Zyden Z-Y-D-N I'm gonna go with Zyden uh, welcomed him and the, another receiver Van Jefferson and his wife welcomed baby boy Champ dude his was the day of the Super Bowl yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, the Van Jefferson in energy, dude. I love it man I love it do you see, see the clip what of a him? day right like what a day <laughs> Where are you coming from? Uh, we just won the Super Bowl. Now, where is my wife and my kid? Your son. All, you you always tell your son you were born on the day I won the oh Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. Because I, I believe they were at the stadium and they had to leave. They early. rushed him out she, of there. She had to leave. And she was she like, left don't tell him. She left on the street. Yeah, don't tell him. Um, she left kind of like, I, I don't know if it's like a stretcher or whatever. But, yeah, she went into labor at the Super Bowl. And he found out shortly thereafter. After he got finished celebrating when I did, they clip of him running out of the uh you know what the biggest praise about this thing is mm-hmm. they got her out of there before that whack halftime show what did you mean to hit that no. try again <laughs> now are you laughing at your joke or you? <laughs> yes <laughs> Can I have that board back? <laughs> you can. You, actually, you should. <laughs> All right. Discuss the trash. Am I going first? Yeah, you the one with all the door topics. <laughs> the whack door topics. Walker, why didn't anybody care about eBay All-Star Weekend? Discuss the trash. Let's discuss this. <laughs> the game was cool. The game was, was cool. It was cool. 
it was cool to see Steph uh, get fifty and and hit sixteen three. That that was exciting for you, sure. You don't think it was rigged at all? You still got to make the shots, right? But the last shot, you don't think that was rigged? No. LeBron comes back home for the All Star game and hits the game winner. It'll been rigged if he won MVP. There. I just I don't even know what we're talking about here, but. Like my my bo- your topic. What do you mean you don't know what you're talking about? <laughs> I'm just I'm looking at it from a bird's eye view. If my boy wasn't obsessed with the slam dunk competition, I would have gone the whole weekend without taking in any of this coverage and been fine. But I just I don't understand. Like I used to be geeked about All Star Weekend, geeked, and now I'm just like take it or leave it. Well, I mean, again, you have less stars participating in the dunk competition. What are you talking about? Obi Toppin? <laughs> but I'm disrespectful. So when I crack a joke, I'm a savage. I'm a savage when it's me. He's naming na- He's out here naming names like it's a like it's a it's a mixtape. Talu? Ty Lue, that guy? Yeah, he's wait, calling wait, names. Wait, wait, wait. Ty, Ty Lue was not involved in All-Star Weekend. Thank goodness. Let he's not an All-Star to you? Yes, let you tell it. He was there in some capacity. It's okay. But you name names and go in. What do you mean? Okay. All right. I was disagreeing with you. Obi Toppin is a... <laughs> so you aren't at all excited about the, the 75th? Like uh, all NBA team or whatever. I was excited for approximately eleven seconds, and okay, that was when I saw the goat be per- being paraded around that piece. I didn't see anything else. LeBron was there all weekend. Nothing about NBA seventy five. Why was Pippen not there? That <laughs> has nothing to do with me. I can't. I I watched to see a goat. I saw a goat. I saw a goat come in. I saw a goat get some jokes off, and I saw a goat leave. You could have left that for All Star Weekend. I've been fine. Saw the clip of him grabbing Mary J. Blige's boot. <laughs> that's what. That's what goats do. That's what goats do. It was incidental contact. Man, biggest his hands heels. You know his hands going. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't seem to be offended either. <laughs> What's she going to do with a goat? That was definitely not a church hug. <laughs> not at all. Accidents happen. But anyway, I just, I don't, do you care about All-Star Weekend? Do I care? Yeah. Well, you're, well, yeah, you are an NBA guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, All-Star Weekend, I mean, that's me and my wife watch. I mean, it's something we do together. Y'all so watch All-Star Saturday night? We did. Y'all watch the skills competition. We actually missed that part because we got home late. Okay. You're blessed. Yeah, that was. Eh. But the three point. Watch these pros the, pass the ball through a circle. The three point competition was actually pretty interesting. It was exciting. It actually was. Was Leader that the one with the three team? Three yeah, member Cat teams. Won it, but I mean, I didn't think it was interesting. Three member teams was the uh, skills challenge. Okay. Yeah. Cause I saw Giannis and his brothers or something like that. Yeah, that was a skills challenge. Okay, that was a skills challenge, which I don't even know why they had some of his brothers shooting some of those shots they were shooting. But anyway. Never seen them make a jump shot in a day of my life. They didn't make them in a tournament either. Wow. Yes. Yeah, they hit the five and then one. that was it. That was Giannis. <laughs> yeah, they hit the five and then 
Nothing. Giannis, Giannis two dudes. <laughs> no, they hit the five, and then I think they each total like eight points. So they only had so like. So, Black, you watch, obviously. I watched that clip. So, why are you into NBA All Star Weekend? For, well, for mess. Because I was trying to see, like, okay, Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, are they going to speak? Nope. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then also when uh, Ray Allen got. Ye- did you see that? Garnett was just looking up in space and. Awkward, dude. So, Pierce has a problem with him, too? I think Pierce is okay. I think, I think it's just Garnett and Rondo at this no, point. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. It was, it was Ray it was Allen, right? It was Ray Allen that Ray, walked up. Ray, Ray Allen walked up. He dapped up whoever standing next to KG, and KG started looking up to the ceiling. It was, it was LeBron. It was LeBron. They dapped. But he was going to give KG the first No, no, dap. no, no. KG wasn't even in it. He had to just walk. It was like LeBron, KG, Pierce. And the way he walked by, he was only going to pass by LeBron. He was not going to pass by oh, the other two. Okay, so, okay. Did he speak to Pierce? Did they speak? I didn't see it on camera. Okay. But I don't think they have beef anymore. I think the beef is just with Garnett and Rondo. KG's, yeah. KG's holding on to that, obviously. I mean, at this point, what do you have to prove? Y'all won together, man. Like, relax. No, some people some people are 50 well, cent level. And if it's KG, then it's par for the course, I guess. Yeah. But see, that's kind of stuff I was like, oh, got all of them in there. Yeah. It seemed like, and it's. You, you know can Jordan interpret it, and Thomas wasn't gonna speak. It's kind of you can interpret it a little bit because, like, right before you saw Isaiah Thomas talking with Magic, and they were having they were chuckling it up, and then like Thomas walked off, and then like Jordan came and talked to Magic, like, challenged him. It seemed like are they talking about Isaiah? It's like you could interpret it however you want to. If you just watch it with no sound or anything like that. <laughs> oh, we got to do That'd be funny to just do it with voiceovers. Uh-huh. What you and that punk was talking about? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all talking about that dream team, buddy. <laughs> Hilarious. We can move on. Yeah, please. All right. Juwan Howard suspended for the remainder of the 2021-2022 basketball season. Even though there's four games left. Discuss the trash. <laughs> hey, discuss. That's, that's fine print. Look. This is orchestrated. This is out of the this is out of the book of effective coaching. Trust me, I know. I haven't made it to that chapter yet, but I know was, it's in there. How is this orchestrated, Patrick? Walker, think Goodness. think about the, no, think about the I, I'm actually gonna make sense this time. Think about it. <laughs> that explains all the other times. <laughs> Walker, think about it. So you this. wasn't trying to make sense the I other was time? trying to, but I'm gonna land it tonight. Walker, think about this, dude. Let me ask you that before you before before we before you go into it, whole think about this, okay? Does crash also count as landing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Well, any landing you can walk away from. Think think about this. Think about this, Walker. Think Don't about be it. Carried out from. Think Wait. about it. Michigan. Went deep in the tourney last year. They had an incredible squad, right? Uh-huh. I want to say they may have been Final Four or close to it. This season, they're close to not even making the tournament. They're not making the tournament. They're a bubble? NIT at best. Okay. So think about it. He needs to give his team a spark. What better way to rally the troops than slapping a coach after the game across the face? If you gotta slap somebody to get your your team amped, they ain't got it this year. <laughs> they don't have it this year, dude. I know y'all saw the meme trade for this. No, I didn't. Oh, Walker, the best meme I saw. 
if Jawan wants to slap somebody over a timeout, it should have been Chris Webber. <laughs> oh. Oh. Walker, I threw my phone. I was laughing. Oh. Oh. And of course, you know the mean? They got Chris Webber called the timeout. Anyway, the, um, the winner. No, I say that in jest, but the, I mean the winner and still champion. Yes. that's amazing. I say that in jest. Um, I, I don't. I don't understand. Like Wisconsin called a timeout to reset a ten what would have been a ten second violation or something like that. Mm-hmm. They were the game had already been set settled. It was I, up at like multiple like double digits. I don't understand what will make Jawan this emotional to want to go. To this link. I, I don't I don't understand it. You don't understand. No. What'll make a person succumb to their emotions. You don't hold on. To man. that extent, to that extent, I'm not gonna yeah. slap anybody. Sure. I, I'm not talking <laughs> about that part. You don't understand how a person can succumb to their emotions and lose control. You don't. In that capacity. Think, think about it, Walker. Think about I'm it. Our team, our a, team has been blown out. I'm asking a specific question here. Yes, sir. I understand. All right, I'm just, just thank you. Continue. But you don't agree with him slapping, and we know, right? You're not a violent person. But this is a classic case of being able to manage your emotions in the heat of the moment, right? True. True. Yeah, that's that's extendable. I'm I glad he didn't get. Brother. I'm glad he didn't lose his job over it. Right. I think he's good for Michigan. Um, time will tell if that's really the case, but um, I want to see him do well, and I would hate for him to have lost his job over something like this. Right. But rest assured, he can't have another season like this. Uh, yeah. record or slapping? Oh, clearly not slapping, but he okay. can't have another record like this after that slapping. <laughs> okay. I've just, I'm curious as to what happened. Like, I, did, they well, lo- did they lose a bunch of talent? Like, I don't, I honestly don't know. Well, you just, you, you have, you can have, I don't know. You, you can have injuries. You can have stuff like that happen. Doesn't mean that you forget how to coach. It's just because, admittedly, when I, when I saw, when I, you know, got the alert and saw it or whatever, I was like, oh man, this is terrible. Like, I assume Michigan was doing really well because of Jawan's success last year, and I was like, that's their record. So, no, yeah. I've, I've been, you know. Yeah, no, that they this has been an off year for them. What you got, Walker? <laughs> I guess this is a sports related door this time. Grambling football hires Art Bryles, former head coach of Baylor. Discuss her trash. Let's discuss this. I want to know what someone who's famous uh, with Grambling okay had to say about this. Just for context, Art Bryles is a former coach of Baylor football. Uh, Baylor had a sexual assault, sexual scandal what, situation scandal that situation. got covered up. And, yes, know. and uh, Art Browse was on the forefront of that, ended up losing his job, almost tanked the program. Like, the program took a hit from that. So, um, can't remember when exactly that was, but uh, Art Browse has been... 2016. 2016. He's been unemployed since then. No one wants to touch him because of this. So, Gramley comes in. They uh, Hugh Jackson, the head coach there, hires Art Browse. Well... Doug Williams, who, uh, if you don't know, uh, is the most esteemed Grambling alum, uh, had a very successful career at Grambling. For obvious reasons. Yeah, for obvious reasons. Um, He was outspoken against this. Um, He, according to Doug Williams, 
he reached out to the AD, listened, and urged him not to go through with this hire. What was his reason for it? The obvious backlash that still is attached to Art Bryles. He didn't want that to potentially er- or not erode, but be a be a shadow over his beloved program okay. of Grambling. And um, he and the AD went back and forth, and the AD said, "Well, everybody deserves second chances." <laughs> Think of that. Um, and then Doug Williams says, after a heated discussion, he finally said, "While I disagree, I respect your opinion. I'm out." Now what, we don't. He, what does the "I'm out" mean? <laughs> That's not important, Walker. <laughs> Like he had a position. Now, now he honestly, has a position with the school. Doug Williams is not officially uh, linked to the program outside of him. He, is he, he, is he a donor? The, he may be a donor. Um, he did coach there for a brief amount of time. Of course, he had a great college football career there, but he's not officially connected to the program at all. So when he says I'm out, is it empty? Yeah, because you're not really here anyway. But um, but still, for Doug Williams to say this, Walker, like, talk about another man loses succumbing to his emotions. Wow. <laughs> That's that's you, that's that's what we've come to. But do you not think Doug has got something here? No, I think Doug needs to relax with his emotional self. He needs to relax because it's not about other people. It's how you feel. You don't want him there. Mm-mm. If that's your reasoning, you don't want all the backlash. Okay. All right. So what if it comes? Trust me, a lot of people ain't checking for grambling like that. <laughs> Let's just let's keep it a stack. But but Walker, no. Be fair. Grambling is. So- Don't ask random people at Grambling. Do they know who Art Browse is? And see if you get a. Okay, that's fair. Okay. They, no, this is actually the ideal situation for both program uh, uh, Grambling and Art Browse. Ideal. Ideal. I'm listening. You listening? Yeah. Because he's flying under the radar at a HBCU. Art Browse is. Right. Someone picks him up. Who who hired? Wait, he's already been hired? Oh, okay. Meanwhile, Gremlin's hanging half a century on people. It's a win-win. Does got to relax. Now, it's nothing wrong with you not agreeing with the hire. It's nothing wrong with you having opposition to the hire but for you to get to the point to where you feel like you got to walk away from the program that that made you number one and you helped be a part of making it special for you to walk away over a hire art browse will art browse be at grambling five years from now no so we're gonna see you back in five years like what what does that mean like I don't even understand. That's that's why that's why it doesn't make any, any sense to me. You're gonna stop supporting a program you love because of a decision. So in other words, Grambling has to make every decision you agree with for you to love it. Doug, have several seats and manage your emotions like a man. I ain't got time. What's, what's the next topic? That's all I got, Walker. My clip's empty. Well, let's shout some people out. I mean, hold on, hold on. Black, am I wrong? Uh, no, you're not. I mean, I wouldn't care what Doug Williams had to say. I mean, I'm I'm always in favor for people getting second chances, and like, he is a quality hire. I think he will add quality to the program. Oh and, yeah. And then I mean, 
I mean, Hugh had to see something in him that he would want him in his program. Like, Hugh is trying to win. He is the OC. He's not the head coach. He's not the AD. He's not the school president. He's an assistant on the staff. I mean, we've seen. Nick so he's, Saban. he's just going to erode the whole program from an offensive corner coordinator standpoint? I mean, we've seen Nick Saban rehab a lot of people. True. That's a good point. Sarkeesian. Yeah. Who has a history? Yeah. Is it I mean, is it Bill is Bill O'Brien going back to the NFL or no? Where's you, he you, and he says that as you wish he did. You wish he did. I can't. I really can't say that. You, you're right. Uh, there, there go my emotions again. No, I'm I'm not going here right now. But yes, we'll talk he, about we'll talk about after the fact. Okay. No, he's he's not going to the NFL. <laughs> He wish he was. Um, yeah, I just, I just, it's that's just silly to me. That is so like I, I don't, and it's like this entitlement to where you got to be the sign off on every major decision that happens. Well, you don't that. think Doug's earned that right? No, he no. hasn't earned that right. Only person that earned that right was the late Eddie Robinson. So it's it's Eddie's program, not and Doug's. Low, and low key. I don't even think the program should be held hostage by any one person. Well, I agree with you. Especially there. with the state they're currently in. They need to be opening people with open arms. Absolutely. Get off your high horse, bruh. So, whatever. Who we, we shouting out, man? This is the last one. This is our last uh, Black History Month shout out. I got Willie O'Ree. Okay. Willie was the NHL's first black hockey player he's often referred to as the jackie robinson of hockey as he broke the color barrier for professional hockey on january 18th 1958 fun fact here he was actually blinded two years before then when he took took a hockey puck to the face in minor leagues and the uh boston bruins who he ended up signing with never knew about it he was Healed obviously by by the time they signed him, mm. and he ended up breaking the color barrier. Very crazy. Um, so this native Canadian has won two scoring titles in the Western Hockey League. Um, he is credited as being the inspiration for other Black NHL players such as Mike Marson, who came shortly after him, and Art Dorrington. Uh, most importantly, Walker O'Ree was recently awarded the Congressional gold medal and his number 22 jersey is or was retired by the boston bruins bruins just last month in january i think this is extremely dope willie o reed man i know he had it rough i mean there there was a lot there was you you, now hockey yeah boston yeah and hockey so 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 in researching this he went into detail about like just about the treatment he got and it was so crazy to 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 hear him say in boston boston yeah he kind of knew what to expect hockey and he got everything he expected to get from the people in boston yeah right but he said man when we got back to canada out, you know, I think Montreal and Ottawa, there, there are other teams in the NHL sure, there. Sure. He was expecting to have a relief there. He was Turned getting up. it in Canada too. Mm. So, yeah, so you're right. 
Dude had a rough for real. Goodness. Mm. My shout out goes to John Harold Johnson. Give me a little backstory on this guy. Johnson got his start working for Supreme Life Insurance Company, collecting weekly news clippings for his manager, which sparked his idea for his first publication, which is Negro Digest. In 1942, with a $500 loan and $6,000 raised through subscriptions, Johnson launched his dream project, which later became Black World. Three years later, he launched what has become very popular in our culture as Ebony Magazine. Now, in 1951, he went on to create the magazine Jet, a weekly news magazine which features Black's favorite, uh, the Jet Beauty of the Week. There you go. There you go. On cue. Right. On cue. We didn't even practice this. Johnson also expanded from magazines into book publishing and owned Fashion Fair. You remember Fashion Fair Cosmetics, the premier cosmetics company that catered to darker skin tones before there ever was a Fenty. Want to shout out John Harold Johnson for definitely, uh, you know, media is very important, especially in terms of getting our ideas out, um, news about us, exposure, people who are doing great things but flying under the radar of mainstream media. Shout out to John Harold Johnson for seeing a need in the market and definitely uh, being behind some of the biggest publications in our community. Who played themselves, sir? Walker, I got Samson Hardridge from Lancaster, California. Okay. Walker, we've heard these stories before of people getting irate over the mask mandates when flying, right? Your boy Samson took it to a whole nother altitude. I see what <laughs> you see what did, I did there. there? <laughs> so uh, Samson is on the plane enjoying his flight, decides, you know, now is the time for me to take my mask off on this cross-country uh, voyage, if you will. So he slides his mask down to get a little bit of relief, and um, he's encountered by a flight attendant who politely asks him, Sir, please, Samson, slide your mask up. This is part of, you know, this part of what you agreed to, yada, 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 yada. Some fine print when he purchased his ticket. <laughs> right. <laughs> Samson declines this request. Um, the flight attendant goes and gets someone else. Mm-hmm. They're talking to Samson a little more stern. Samson starts to turn up and get a little aggravated by these demands or requests to put his mask up. Nerve. So um, before you know it, Samson's uh, unbuckled and he's standing up, defending his right to not wear a mask on this flight. Err. Err. What Samson did after this is um, very unprecedented. So um, Samson is, as it reported, asked, you want me to put my mask up? You want me to put my effing mask up? So he then proceeds to unzip his pants, drop them, and expose himself to the flight crew and everybody else in the cabin. It gets worse, Walker. He then proceeds to urinate on the floor of the cabin. 
So uh, the flight attendants uh, are trained very well. They uh, reacted swiftly, located the uh, flight marshal to apprehend him. Unfortunately, this flight had to have an emergency landing in Albuquerque, where Samson was swiftly arrested. As of this report, Walker, he's facing 20 years in jail. That's a big idiot. That's a big deal when you have to do when you yeah when you yeah on a flight they don't play about that. That's like Fed yeah. Fed stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is. It right, is. Right. It is. FAA. Yeah. Nine Eleven guys. Right. Think about this. I'm not trying to mess don't with that. Mess with the flight. Keep the mic. I'm gonna get the mask on. A lifetime member of the No Flight Club. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. The um. Yeah, they're 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 banning people from. Now, do you know if they're banning them from all airlines or just because he was on the Southwest flight? So he all all okay. The U.S. no fly list, Jeez. not the whatever airline fly list. The U.S. is it worth it? That's going. That's rough. That is rough. That's a lot of bus rides. Yeah, you can't fly out of the country. That's what I'm saying. He's not going to the Bahamas. I mean, but if he has to go somewhere, it's like bus or drive yourself. You can't go Real international mercy. unless you take a cruise. You still got to drive. Yeah, I'm talking about just the no fly list. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if you live, like, cross-country and the cruise takes off mm. in Miami, yeah, you got to drive to Miami. Right. Hey, that's the choice. That's the results of your choice. Wow. Christopher, mine is Christopher Thomas, who's a 39-year-old out of Tucson, Arizona. Thomas stole an ancient... Let's see. Let me, let me, let me, I'm just going to say it's a dinosaur claw. I'm not going to say which, which, which kind it was. I'm not going to butcher it. From Africa, worth 25000 from a vendor at the Tucson's Gym Mineral and Fossil Showcase. Now, you steal something like that. And let's say you don't really know how much it's worth, but you can assume it's worth something. When you steal it, what's your next? What's your next goal? Oh, you gotta cash out. You gotta gotta cash it. out. Absolutely. Good. Good answer. Good answer. I can tell you sitting in the front of the classroom, paying attention. That's exactly what Thomas attempted to do. Here's a problem with that plan. He attempted to sell it to another vendor who attended the same showcase. <laughs> As if he didn't know there wasn't a missing claw from another vendor who made it known. Okay? So, once he approached the vendor, the vendor quickly recognized the dinosaur claw because the owner of the claw had been in contact with him previously. He notified the authorities, met up with the guy, and of course the owner was there to meet him as well, along, along with the police. The owner did get the claw returned. Unfortunately, the other missing claw is still at large. We don't know what happened to that one, but Thomas was eventually apprehended, arrested, and now faces a felony charge of track trafficking, trafficking stolen property. You would think that if you steal something, I would try to sell it to people who had no knowledge of where it came from. You would think. I mean, I don't have a criminal mind, but that's that makes sense. To right. Me, right? It's logic. Okay. Fred, what do we have on our hands? You big dummy. 
goodness wow. gracious. Good show, man. Yeah, this was good. Yeah. You want to do it again? Uh, think about it. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you guys for tuning into the latest and greatest episode. You know what to do. If you haven't done it already, shame on you. Please go out to YouTube and hit that subscribe on the T-H-A tipping point. That's not one word. Those are three separate words. Is that correct for YouTube, Gatry? Is it? Is it one? I don't know. I should I should know that. Try do your best to find the tipping point on YouTube and hit subscribe since the guy who posted. <laughs> I can't I've never I, paid attention. I, I think it could be all one word. I think it's one word. Okay. I'm, I'm visualizing it. I think it's one word. I feel what like you, black is all over this. Black, are you can you back me up on that? Is it you're not even looking? He's not. He's looking Good at God! He's looking at He's looking at Jet Beauty of the Week. <laughs> I'm looking at it, but the one word searches and bring it up right away. Separate. Uh, I was just about to go there with that joke. He's like, now I'm looking for it, but it's not coming. Who up. was the last jet beauty of the week? The thing about it is, it's already. It's, I'm subscribed, so I can just go to my subscriptions and find it. So fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. No. no but, okay. We're gonna check his tabs after this. <laughs> Cookies. Cookies. <laughs> what is it? Everything come up for the tipping point so far. Really? Yeah. Are you doing T-H-E or T-H-A? T-H-A. Duh. Man, I have to look into that. We shouldn't be that hard to find when you search us. It's, it's, it gets algorithmic at times. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. But you know what to do, guys. Definitely subscribe to us. Should you find us on YouTube? We got great content that we're putting out weekly. Isn't that right, buddy? That's right. Guys over there working. Hear my music. May the Lord wash between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Go in peace. Have a great week, everyone. Be safe out there in those streets. And as always, Caesar Walker, that guy over there is Ronnie Gatry. We are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.